welcome everybody to another TTRP. That's the Transformers Talk Raw podcast on YouTube and Spotify. I'd like to thank you for joining me on this weekend edition of the show. If you're coming from Spotify, uh, appreciate it. If you're coming from YouTube, be sure to hit that like and sub if you're not already. We're going to have a bit of news this weekend to get your weekend started off right. I hope you're doing well and relaxing and winding down from that long work week. You can also check those various links in the description below. That'll take you to all kinds of cool things. But let's get right on to it, guys. We know that uh, there there is going to be, uh, it was just revealed that there is, Hasbro is going to attend San Diego Comic-Con here uh, next month. It's late July, I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, for the first time in, in, in a bit, that was revealed via a G.I. Joe pan, uh, live stream that Hasbro will have a panel there at San Diego Comic-Con. Um, and that's pretty cool. Hopefully somebody can pose some interesting questions about them, uh, I mean, to them. Maybe ask them, boy, if I was there, I'd sure ask them about the thieves and what action they're doing. Press them about that issue a good bit. But uh, I'm sure they're going to reveal some stuff or, or take a look at some stuff. But uh, I'll really pose some questions to them. But anyhow, moving on, we know that the G.I. Joe Transformers crossover figure was just revealed, and we have some great images of that. It's a Bumblebee Roadblock figure, and the Bumblebee, the vehicle looks great. The packaging is fantastic, just like the Megatron Baroness, his tank figure. Uh, vehicle mode looks fantastic to me. I love the fact they come with the retro-style vintage uh, O-ring G.I. Joe figures, because I'm also a G.I. Joe fan. Love that. Uh, the Bumblebee's robot mode leaves a lot to be desired to me, but it's still, I mean, for what they're trying to accomplish for the GI Joe figure to be able to fit inside of the vehicle, I think it serves its purpose. And it, like I said, the vehicle mode looks fantastic. So yeah, if you're interested in this line, I highly recommend picking it up. It looks very cool. I, I, it's, I prefer personally the, the his tank, but if you're, if you're trying to collect the entire crossover line. It's a must-have. It really is, guys, and it looks great, in my opinion, at least mostly. Um, we also know that Super 7 has revealed its Wave 4 of its Ultimates line that's set to uh, be ship out summer of next year, and that includes Soundwave, Starscream, and Dead Optimus Prime. Soundwave and Starscream I get, and they look fantastic. As far as this line's concerned, I'm really looking forward to getting the bludgeon in hand, and that's wave two or three, one of those. Uh, but I, bludgeon looks fantastic to me. The G2 Megatron, a lot of the figures they release in the Ultimates line look fantastic to me. I don't know how they are in hand, how sturdy they are and whatnot, how well done they are as figures, how well they hold together, but they look great. What I don't get is the fact why we need for every Optimus that comes out now, there's always an exclusive or some kind of repaint later on, into dead Optimus. Now I get the Nemesis Prime, and or, you know, or the uh, R.I.D. Scourge repaint. That makes sense. They've been doing that a while, and that makes sense. That's an actual character. But dead Optimus Prime, he's just gray Prime. They're just depicting him for half a second. I mean, really, how long was he? Did he turn gray in the movie? How much screen time did he have? His dead body. I mean, it was literally no more than twenty seconds. It just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And he doesn't do anything. He just lays there because he's dead. Uh, he's not even gray in the later episodes when they find his body. He's fully colored. 
So this this repaint never made a lot of sense to me, and that's not Super 7's fault. I understand them trying to get some money and milking the mold and using it again, but I don't agree with the choice. You know, if you're going to repaint the Prime figure, just make him into Nemesis Prime. But I digress. If you're into that, go for it. Soundwave and Starscream, I totally get. I do like the idea of this line. Um, it seems very cool to me. I love the way the Grimlock looks. But yeah, check those out. They're up for pre-order now. Um, our last bit of news is going to be we had an official image of uh, the Rise of the Beast Bumblebee robot mode. So now we know what he looks like. <coughs> Who cares? I don't. I'm not excited for Rise of the Beast. Uh, the trailer is old now. We've had it for a long time. They had to postpone the film due to COVID, I, I'm, I'm guessing. And uh, I'm just, I'm not into it. Now, maybe it'll be cool, but it looks like it's a regurgitated Michael Bay version of Bumblebee. And they say, oh, Bumblebee, the Bumblebee movie was good. It was okay. Uh, it was better than the Bay films, but that's not saying a lot, uh, in my opinion. And this is all my opinion, guys. If you like it, I'm glad you do. It's not for me. Uh, I'm pretty sure Rise of the Beast is not going to be for me. Visually, it looks like another Bay film. Visually. I know it's not. Uh, but, yeah. But anyhow, guys, I appreciate you listening, checking out these, these bits of news with me today. I wish I had more to discuss with you. Uh, we will be back on Monday with a special segment going over a unique topic. So check in Monday. But I thank you guys for listening. God bless until all are one. This podcast is made possible in part thanks to the amazing support of our patrons. Click the link to our Patreon in the description below if you'd like to help keep T-Talk Raw going strong. Thank you.